On a time boxing family, this is RC, your host from the Central California District, and uh, we are in replace with Suge Green, a little hiatus right now, unhappy with the sport, doesn't care much to talk about it. And um, I don't think that comes to anybody's surprise with uh, the way things have been going recently. But, uh, you know, there's uh, some guys who find the sport to be very interesting as the way that it's been coming out recently. Um, obviously, myself, I got my man Willa and Janelle here. We will be here to save the family that's been talking about where's the podcast gone. Uh, we've been out for a couple of weeks, and I know that that's not the way we usually conduct our business, but, hey, sometimes things go down, and uh, when you see necessary to put on a cape, we can save the show. We don't save no hoes. So let's get it started, man. I got my man D. Willa Wilson out here. What's going on, Willa? How you doing this morning? Oh, man, uh, doing good. Uh, good morning, good afternoon, everybody. Um, first of all, first off, you know, first off, shout out to my man Nino Chellis. You know, he's finally putting the ring on brown sugar, making an honest woman. It's going to be some mixed, mixed German or Austrian or whatever the hell they are up there, babies. So, you know, some more babies coming out, you know, making the world a better place. So, uh, you know, first off, shout out to him. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm glad we finally get to talk some boxing with my man, R.C. and Janelle. We're out here, you know, boxing ain't dead, you know. It, it just moves to the web, like uh like Tim C said. So, yeah, let's get it on today, man. And Janelle, how you doing this morning, brother? I'm A-OK. Pumped up fine. I'm motivated. All right, man. Motivated, man. You on that pre-workout? Hey, Janelle, do you need to take some pre-workout? No, you sound a little sleepy, dog. Oh, that's correct <laughs> this weekend, man. I have a tournament coming up out in London. I'm going to it, um, and I got a few things coming up, so I'm I'm gonna be traveling a lot. So I've been training like crazy. But I've been resting this weekend, so I'm pretty good. Cool, cool. All right, man. Well, shit. You know who probably ain't pretty good right now is Adrian Granados. He had a fight yesterday with Adrian Broner, and a lot of people are having mixed feelings about this fight. Uh, there's always gonna be the boxing fans that get fooled by the the more active fighter who's not necessarily looking sharp, crisp, not landing the clear-cut shots. And, um, you know, if you ask me, I think yesterday's fight, a lot of people are saying that Granados got robbed. I don't know where people come up with these theories. That's um, bullshit. That's, that's bullshit. bullshit. That's bullshit. I had Adrian Broner winning seven rounds to three. I can see how some people might see it 6-4 the way the last judge had it turn out to be. Um, you know, Adrian Broner landing the, the clear-cut shots. It seemed like he wasn't in no trouble at any point in time in the fight. Um, Adrian Granados, a guy that I expected to fight like this. You know, that we we know what the recipe is if you want to beat Adrian Broner. Uh, Marcos Maidana put it out there with the blueprint, and Sean Porter followed up with it. But Adrian Granados tried to do that yesterday, but he just wasn't landing no fluid shots, man. You know, um, you can't just have a zombie style and, you know, hit a couple of elbows in the clinch and hit him in the body in the clinch, back of the head in the clinch, and, and think that that's going to win you a fight. I didn't see Broner in no trouble at any point in time in that fight. And, you know, he was landing the big shots on Granados. But, you know, um, a lot of people get fooled by some of these shots that, that they think are getting the fight. I mean, I, I was surrounded by guys who thought it was – I mean, they probably wouldn't even give Broner two, Broner two rounds. So it's just kind of silly how fans think that. Um, but, you know, Adrian Broner, did he look A-plus yesterday? No, I don't think he looked A-plus. But I don't think he looked anything less than B-plus yesterday. 
um, it seemed like it was a, a, a live sparring match for the people on TV. Um, Adrian Granados definitely came out with uh, his name out there, and he could look at that as a win as it goes for itself because he's going to have a new a new fan base out there. But um, you know, it's always um, it's always the contradiction of boxing fans because when Adrian Broner uses his footwork, moves, and puts in a couple of combo pieces and gets out the way of harm, he's looking fantastic. He's looking like the guy that that got him to be the guy at one point in time in his career to follow up for the next Mayweather. But then you've got the fans who say that, oh, yeah, he doesn't do that every so often. But if he did that more often than not, then you've got the Floyd Mayweather style, then you're going to get a, the fans saying that he's running, oh, he's scared to fight, this and that. So, you know, the fans are never happy, and um, especially when it comes to a guy like Adrian Broner, very charismatic, very uh, uh, a reason to hate the guy is why people watch the guy, mostly than if you're not a fan of the guy. So, um, you know, I had it clear cut for Adrian Broner. Uh, what do you think about it, Willa? How did you see the fight? Oh, man, first of all, um, we got to let the people know that R.C. had a boxing party. R.C. was at a fight. I don't know if it was his his fight party or somebody else's, but, you know, you had a fight party for 10-round, uh, you know, exhibition. Um, yeah, I'm, I, feeling, I'm feeling it this morning, I, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am a um, Broner fan somewhat. I want to see him do good, but we just got to admit, we just got to keep it real. Broner at 147 is not what it is. He he isn't good at 147. He doesn't have the – I don't know if he doesn't have the stamina. He's too small. You know, this guy last night, Adrian Granado, is really – should have been easy work for anybody. He just got – he got the lead on Broner. He got the lead. All he did was throw whack punches and lean on Broner, and Broner really couldn't do too much with him. He could hit him. He couldn't knock him out. So, you know, I had Broner winning 6-4. to four. I could have had it a draw. I can maybe see it going 6-4 the other way. You know, like you said, you know, this is boxing. So it's a little bit of the amateurs. It's a little bit of pro. So, you know, hitting the guy does count. So if I hit, you know, hitting the guy does count. So and throwing punches counts, you know, so when you're only throwing 30, 40 punches to a guy, 70 punches, it's very hard to win those rounds. And you would think that after all these years that Broner would understand that, but he doesn't. So he fought this guy that was, you know, RIP to his boy. So he came in with a little extra, you know, he did come in with a little extra motivation. But, you know, Broner's too small for 147, and he can't make 140. Therefore, Broner's basically – He's he's irrelevant at this point. You know, maybe he can fight Pacquiao. They they him and Pacquiao are turning. You know, we're not. Maybe we'll talk about it. But Pacquiao's fighting some guy I've never heard of, Jeff Hearns or Hearns or some shit. I'm, I don't even Joe Horn, Joe Horn, Horn or something. Never heard of, right? So these guys need each other. They're they're both turning irrelevant. They've got maybe one good fight, but at 147, Broner is not good. I hate to say it. I enjoy the guy fighting. He, it was a good fight last night, but it was a good fight against a B minus C plus fighter. That makes him a B minus C plus fighter at 147. And I hate to say it, he's just too small and he doesn't do enough work. Maybe if he did enough work, it would be different. But he doesn't do enough work. He's too small. He's letting these bums just get on him. He can't knock him out, so he can't hold him off. 
he can't hold these guys off. He's too small, and he can't make 140. So what does he do? I mean, that's a wrap for him as far as being relevant. He can get some money. He can get some paydays. But at 147, he's not he's not any good, R.C. I hate to say it. But we saw it. That was a bum he fought last night. Not a bum, but uh, not really a good fighter. And then get off the fence. Is he a bum or not? <laughs> Janelle, no, no, I mean, he's not, he's a boxing bum. I mean, if I went out there and tried to box him, you know, and we were the same weight, he would probably beat me. You know, he's trained, he went 10 rounds. He didn't really slow down until the end. So he was in great shape. He had that little extra, but we've never heard of him. We might see him fight again, but but we'll never hear of him again. Like that guy that fought, uh, in, uh, what's my man's name that um, that's out there from California that, that's a bartender, the uh, Areola. Like that one guy, Kaufman or something, that fought Ariola. It was a great fight. But, and Ariola's like, well, you know my, uh, or Kaufman was like, you know my name now because I fought Ariola good. But we, we might have fought one more time. We might, no, no, no. It was that, no, this was Kaufman. It was a white guy that just fought Ariola like two or three fights ago. And, and, he, and it, was, it was an even fight. It was an even fight. Nobody's ever heard of this guy, Ariola, proved that he was done. Broner just proved he was done. He's got the skills. He's not washed up, but he's just too small. And too, he's too small and big at the same time. He's too muscular and too small. So he can't make 140. And at 147, he is not I the, think good. the problem with I think the problem with Broner making 140 is his, is his nutrition situation. I mean, he blows up in between fights. I mean, he drinks. He drinks heavily. And that's a lot of calories you put in your body. I mean, if you take a page out of, out of a Triple G's book, uh, Mayweather, uh, Bernard Hopkins, those guys who are, who are fighters 24-7 all year round and stay in shape, then, okay, 140 would be easy. I'm make 135 easily if he's that kind of a guy, but he's not. I mean, he drinks, he parties, he, he does his thing in between fights, and that's his problem why he can't make 147. I agree, but I think, but I think it's too late. You know, I used to weigh 185. But I've ate my way to where I can't make 185 no more, no matter how in shape I get, unless I kill myself. You know what I'm saying? So and it's I too late for him. And I've got to correct you on one thing. I'm mean, Granado's no bum. He's no C-plus fighter. He went into that fight undefeated. Right. I'm concerned. I mean, and that guy robbed a, a lot of fights. And remember that guy, Amir Ingram? I know him that personally. I used to train with the guy in Albany. He's on the cross street boxing in Albany. That kid was a solid kid. And y'all was all jocking that kid at 140. Even Simon was saying about how he was not throwing her out easily. And Granada knocked him out. Amon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. About the, the sweet, yeah, the sweet looking that. guy with the braids. Yeah. Yes, yes, exactly. And that kid was a top prospect. He was. And you know what I'm saying? And he got knocked out uh, quickly by Granado. Hey, what? hey Granado no, was no bum. He, yes, he was quickly. It was like, it was like what, a round or two? No, I thought he knocked him early. He got, he knocked him, he no, knocked, no. Uh, Granado got he knocked out early. He in the first round. He knocked him down, but, and then Amir Ingram got knocked out, is what I'm saying. Right, in like he the got, seventh or something. He just got beat up because he has no chin and he wasn't the real deal, you know. I'm just, I'm just saying, but the way people was jocking him, saying, like, I've got easily handled, bro, blah, blah, blah. And right. He, he couldn't go to the business with uh, Granado. And I agree that Broner is too small for 147. I agree when I first saw the Paul Malandi fight. I said on this show, check the archives, that that fight looked like two lightweights, uh, two chubby lightweights uh, fighting at 147 when he fought Paul Malandi. It was like two versions of Marquez when he fought Floyd Mayweather. 
it was two versions of that guy fighting at one forty seven. And I said right then and there he needs to go back down and wait. You know what I mean? I said that you would get beat up at one forty seven only because he was all power. And and which was all power Madonna. He was clearly overpowered in that fight. And last night you saw the size. I mean Broner was a midget last night. He was a midget. He missed that fight. And that's the mention he broke his hand early. And he saw how swollen the hand was. You know what First I mean? Round. No, I, I yeah, I believe that he did, but uh, you know, and of course, his jab wasn't effective. And so at times when he was throwing that jab, and when he was throwing that jab, and that jab was very effective, it was snapping the guy's head back. I think that yeah. won the fight. You gotta uh, put, that, put that in, uh, put that into account, Willard. That you know he possibly was fighting nine rounds with you know one hand, basically. Um, I was wondering where the jab went myself because yeah, he was snapping his head back and. You know, Broner does have a very, very fast jab, and, you know, it offsets the guy whenever they're coming forward. But when he wasn't able to do that, you know, Granados was able to come forward. He's like zombie fighting him, man, really. But, you know, Janelle's got a point. You know, we we tend to forget that. Well, not forget because, you know, he was uh, he was promoted more so as the guy who, you know, is basically party crashing from what he did with Amir Iman. So, you know, Granados, I didn't see him as a bum yesterday. I just seen him as someone who wasn't, able to uh, figure out how to finish Adrian Broner. You're not going to win a lot of those rounds the way he did and the way he thought he won some rounds with a lot of sloppy work. So, you know, um, but let's keep it real. I, I didn't say, I, I said bomb. I said bomb, but I said C minus B plus. I said B minus B plus. No. That's what I get. Hey, that kid is good, man. Hey, that kid is not a bum, man. I'm telling you, that kid is really good. He's got hard. He's got hard. He should have been under. He should have been undefeated going to that fight last night. He should have been undefeated going to that fight. He was robbed in a lot of fights, and he got robbed. He got the shit on his stick. He got, I mean, shit on his grade. He got shit on. Yeah, you know I mean, I guess. I mean, he doesn't have that personality. He doesn't have that flash. So of course, judges always see his way. But I mean, he went into that fight undefeated. Ball, I'm concerned. A lot of guys not want to fight him. And when Bro took that fight, I was actually surprised. It was so. And I was very surprised to that fight last night. Yeah, but I hey, the guy showed how I do give him props, but I, and I agree. I won 47. I'm mean, the guy that could really punch. If they would have hit Bruno last night, oh, he would have dropped a few times. Uh, the Kel Brooks of 147, or uh, the Thurmans, I mean, those guys would have put Bruno on his ass. And Bruno did get hit. You see what I mean? I mean, so it's like, he got to, I'm taking his body seriously in between rounds, man. I mean, in between fights. He can't allow him to go up the way he does, because if he does, it's just hard getting back down to your natural frame weight. And you see his frame is too small for 147. It's just it. Yeah, you might, you, you're right on there, man. You know, he does get a little bit out of hand during the fights, and he just relies on that, that hard work and regimen that he's on when it's time to train and get back down. You know, probably, you know, the fight was scheduled. It's like a wise man once told me once. And no matter how hard I work you, I can never outwork you. I'm a bad diet. If your diet is bad, then I don't care how hard you work. I'm some camp time. I'm your bad diet will basically take over, and that's what's going on, Bruno, right now. Because if he can't, if he goes 147, he's gonna get he's gonna get bullied. I mean, I mean he's gonna get bullied, beat up. His career will be short. It'll be short lived. Then he's gonna. But what I'm saying is, it's over. Like it's over for 140. He's like we're, yeah, we're looking at. Adrian Broner didn't look. Adrian Broner didn't look out of shape. He didn't look out of shape last night. He didn't look fat. No, 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 no. 
He's not in shape. It's the fact that when it's time to get in shape for camp time, and you're like 20, 25, 30 pounds above, and you got to cut that weight, it's not easy. But but if you walk around, I'm a couple pounds above your weight, then it's easy to drop that weight. But yet, he blows up too much. It's like when Hopkins was at 160, Hopkins, he was in shape even before camp time. He was still he was still dieting even before camp started. He got used to eating healthy even before that eight-week camp. And this is why he's going make 160, even though he probably I mean, could have been 175 at the time. But yet he was still eating crime. He took boxing seriously. He doesn't drink, doesn't smoke. He doesn't hang out like that. He doesn't do all that other crazy. He doesn't eat crazy shit. If brother can do that, I mean, he's still young. Man, his body can still adjust to it. But I don't think he's going to, and I think, and I think he enjoys drinking, man. Like, he's enjoyed drinking too much. He enjoy that shit. Janelle, I, I personally think he's too big. There's guys that are too big. Oh, his body. No, check this out. No, listen to what I'm saying. Big. Listen, listen one to what I'm time, saying. Listen to what I'm saying. Listen to what I'm saying. Again, I am an athlete, right? I've been athlete, so I don't know about training, but I'm not drinking. I don't get fat. I'm not getting. I'm never getting fat like uh, like Brona, right? I've never I've never done that in my life. But I cannot go down to 195 without killing myself, right? Because I've Eaten because I'm big because I'm a man now. Broner, his body yes, doesn't now. look unproportionate. Man, right. He's young. He's what, 27, 28 years old. He's young. Oh, I just don't walk around. I just don't walk around at my weight now. I walk around now at 220. A couple years ago, I was walking around at 207. And right. I was eating whatever. Right, but then, but what I'm saying is there, there's a point to where you can't go back. There's always a point to where you can't go back. Canelo, at, check this out. Canelo can't, make, Canelo can't make light heavyweight. Not because he's not in shape, because he's too big and his, his and his body is getting too big. Broner cannot make 140. He cannot. He cannot do it. He's tried to do it. It's over for him. He cannot make 140 anymore. He is too big of a guy. He didn't got too big. He didn't got too muscular. It's not like he's out of shape. Well, it's not like he doesn't train hard. He's just not going to ever make 140 again. Therefore, Broner is non and Look, look, look. He weighed in for that weight at 145, right? Or whatever it was. If he yeah. eats healthy, if he eats healthy from that point on, of going to the next camp, and he walks around at like, at like 147, 148, and he can easily cut those eight pounds. And that's what I'm saying. He wouldn't have that weight. That was a drain. A drain. A drain. Uh, a drain. Broner weighed 145. That's the hardest he can work was 145. Oh, so, what did he weigh going to the fight last night? What did he weigh going to the fight last night? I doubt he was 150 going to that fight last night. I don't think no, they don't know. know what he. I don't think he. Yeah. I don't think he weighed in on the day of the fight, but um. There was uh, three fighters who actually uh, yesterday, or not, was it the day of the weigh-in? There was three fighters that actually uh, weighed in. Uh, they didn't make weight, so there was something up with that scale the first time around. So whatever Broner weighed in on, you can take a pound off that because Granados was certain that he made weight, and then they changed the scale, and he was already all good. So they had a funny scale going on at first. But, you know, definitely he could, I think he can make 140 still. I don't think it's out the question. You know, uh, he didn't look like he, as soon as he got off the scale – that, you know, he ran to get something to drink right away, or, you know, he didn't seem like he was sucked up and dead. I'm telling you right now, I'm telling you right now, I'm telling you, if he hire a professional nutritionist, a professional, a guy who knows what he's doing, like Michael Schultz or something, I'm, I, I, guarantee, I guarantee he'll make 140 easy. Oh, easy. Definitely. I doubt he has a professional nutritionist in his corner. I doubt it. 
I don't think he does. Yeah, I don't, that's I don't crazy. Think. So you don't, so you think so you think Floyd Mayweather hasn't told this guy to get a professional nutritionist. You don't like I know he has one, man. He's just a he's just he's probably been a fat dude. He's probably really a fat guy that is keeping himself in the best shape that he can. Like you know, you don't just blow up like that because you you know that he blows up quick. He because drinks, he, man. He drinks this shit. He. He I know guys that drink all the time, man. It's not like he blows up probably because he's a fat boy. I wonder what his nickname used to be. I want to see some pictures of a a, a, a eight year old Broner. He's probably, <laughs> hey, he's probably a fat come boy. on, man. <laughs> I seen a picture. I seen a picture of him at some basketball Uh, oh, Simon, 
Sam Yeah, Sam said it was easy work. He had it four, so I think he had it like seven to three. Get, Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Work. <laughs> yeah. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised, man. You know, we're talking about yeah, a guy who, we're talking about a guy who thought that Paulie got snubbed from Bronner State. Come on. We all know what it is, son. Who you fooling? That's thing I said Jeff Lino that's thing I said Jeff Lino will not run out in two rounds too. The same guy who yeah. said that, uh, who was it, um, John Molina Jr. would beat Broner before Broner actually tagged him 12 rounds. But we know what it is when Seattle time comes to comes to the plate with some Broner talks. Look, man, the way that we're talking right now, Willie, you would think that Broner got his ass whipped or something yesterday. I looked at it like he was just in a sparring match with old boy. You know, he, he, he took care of business. He didn't, he didn't take care of the business as far as finishing the job, but he did what he needed to do to win the fight, man. No, he did, but, I mean, again, too, if you got to do what you need to do to win a fight against, okay, I'll take it like this. All right, this is a young guy. I've seen him fight. I saw him fight Amon. When he beat Amon, I, I looked at it as Amon really was a joke, and he had no heart, and he looked very sweet. That's how I took it. Now, maybe this guy is is legit, but if you can barely, so, I mean, he did what he had to do against somebody I don't believe in, Therefore, that's not a win to me. That's just, you know, that didn't look good. I don't think Broner looked good. I don't think his fans were happy. I don't think that's what he wanted to do. I think that was a failure on Broner's, on Broner's behalf of growing as a boxer. That's not what he wanted to do. Trust me. Well, you know, man, but there's some of those nights like that. Like, uh, does that does that automatically rule Amir Mon out as far as being a joke or something because he had a bad night again? Yeah. You know, he was, yes. he was you know, tagging him and took him out. But, okay, I see how you're one of those fair weather fans. He quit. No, it ain't no fair weather. It ain't no fair weather. If you go out there and you look like some guy just beats it out of you, then you don't got it in you. Like, you could beat it. Hey, if you get knocked out, that's one thing. But he was getting beat and just like, like he sort of quit, if I'm remembering it right. I remember rest, being very disappointed. Yeah, I remember being right. But he was folding up like it was over for him. That was and he was starting to get beat up and like you know by a guy who's not pushing that hard, you know his uh, Amon just ain't the real deal, and that's that's what he probably so you know maybe this guy is a a B plus a, a B B plus fighter, but still, Adrian Bone is supposed to be the top dog. He wants to be the top dog, and if that's what you get against a B plus fighter, a close ass fight, that I can understand. I can understand how Granado people thought that he won that fight because he outthrew him by five hundred punches, right? You know what I'm saying? So, it, it, 500. I, I don't know. I don't know about all that. They said he was doubling them. At one point, he was doubling his punches. And they said oh, they were at 1,000 punches. Stop. I don't stop doing this. I don't stop doing this. I know. That's why I got Broner winning. I have Broner winning, but, but I can understand why other people Bron- didn't. I mean, Broner ran shots. You could tell that he was landing clean, effective shots. True. That's why he won in my eyes. But he also was—he also was giving rounds. He would be winning around and give it up. And then if you losing, if you lose two minutes, uh, two minutes of a round, I mean, do you lose the round? Well, maybe not because he got the crisper shots. But he was losing a majority of the time of a lot of those rounds. You know what I'm saying? And that's just because he's too small and he ain't got no power at 147. So. All right. So where does Adrian Broner go from here? And Adrian Granados, I think, regardless of whoever he gets going next, I think it's 
he's uh, he's done good for himself after this fight. But who do you guys think Garner's going for next, and what weight class will he be at? He better be at 140. He better go to 147. And those guys walk around at 160, 160 plus, and they cut down to 147. I mean, he's going to be... He's going to get overpowered. He's going to get overpowered something serious. I, mean, I think I think he's going to fight uh, Pacquiao at some catch weight. If he fights at 147, if he fights at 147, he better fight like another blown up 147 pounder. Because, I mean, I mean, he better not fight a guy who's a natural 147 pound. I mean, because, like, is L. Spence Porter, Brooks, Thurman, you know, he's going to get slept. I hate to say it, but that's exactly what happened. He will get put to sleep. Well, yeah, we never seen, we never seen Broner that hurt before, I mean, besides that Maidana punch. So, I mean, even Porter, I think Porter won the fight against Broner, in my opinion. He won that fight, but I don't think he really stunned Broner with anything. I don't think he, he had anything really to worry about. But you're right when it comes up to those other heavy guys, man, so... Uh, who knows what uh, what he plans on doing, but it looks like he wants to stay at 140, uh, but it's probably time to start taking this shit serious, A.B., and uh, don't let yourself get out of control leading up to your next fight coming I up. I think good, I think he said he wants to fight three times this I year. Think so. good fight. I think he'll fight 147. If Danny Garcia loses to Thurman, uh, with his, uh, we'll say that he will lose. I think that will be a good fight for um, a grown at 147. It will be a good money fight also. Yeah, that definitely is a fight. Just remember, I said he's fighting Pacquiao. I know it seems like y'all aren't listening to me. He will have called it, so, so yeah, if that ends up being Pacquiao's fighting, Pacquiao's about to fight John Horn. Yeah, Pacquiao's uh, Jim Horn falling off. Frog Horn, Leg Horn. Who knows? Who is you know? Like, come on, man. Pacquiao's done. It seems like shit's going a little sour with Manny Pacquiao. I wanted to see what y'all thought about Peterson. Is he done? I mean, he looks pretty good, but do you think skin tight, skin tight pants? Peterson is, uh, you know, he's that was at welterweight, right? That was at one forty seven, correct? Yeah. Does he fight Peterson Broner? Then? Nice. Wow. Can he? W- would he beat Broner? And no, I think homeboys. I don't think they'll fight. They like cool but he just fought his homeboy last night. I mean, him and Broner go back to amateurs, like like like. Cause it, was, it was a time ago when Broner one thirty five. And remember how he wouldn't fight uh, um, uh, Peterson at 140 because they go back some years and they was like mad cool and they wouldn't okay. fight. Okay. And it's back when Bruno's still unbeaten. And then, All right. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't Probably see not, that. I, I don't see that happening. But you know, Peterson did look good as you know he was actually the B side in that fight against David Avedisian, who you know we talked about him and uh, what he did to Shane Mosley, whooped his ass, and then you know. You're not interesting. You're not interesting. You're not interesting. I, I'm sure that Peterson looked good last night, but he said, bro, I'm like, shit. And they both were the distance for guys. No, 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 no. I think bro is a harder challenge if you ask me. I think bro is a way harder challenge if you ask me. But yeah, but yeah, but yeah you can't prop the Peterson because you think bro look like shit. And they I both think you, up hard for a match. I think you might have heard me wrong. I think you might have heard me wrong. No, man. No, no, no. He said, said bro, like, shit. Janelle's keeping an eye on me, bro. No, 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 I didn't say Broner. Hey, I said Broner didn't look good. I don't like think those right are now. It's not like Simon right now. That's just Simon will do. <laughs> but let's, okay. Oh, all right. Let me <laughs> let me let, let's talk. Let's let's talk about something different. One of those was for a for a belt, right? Right. So one of those was actually for a belt, 
and it was was it twelve rounds? It was twelve rounds, right? Yes. Yeah, so, so check this out. So check this out. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Is a player. He gets stuck, he gets stuck by a lot of guys. He gets stuck by a lot of guys. Like, yeah, that guy had a title, whatever. Who got a title? But that guy got a paper title anyway. So it's like, I guarantee Granato will serve that guy that fucking Peterson beat last night. I guarantee you. If, if that fight happens, I'll, I'll be the first to um, challenge it to effect. And okay, I'll, and we will better, and we will and challenge I'll, that. And we'll watch together. That boy, uh, Abenician, looked pretty decent in there, and I thought he was a better opponent. So, yeah, he was hitting Peterson, but Peterson looked good in there. Peterson came off uh, two years off, something crazy, and he looked he looked good. So, I'm seeing, so you think Peterson, Broner, Broner's performance was just as good as Peterson? A guy coming from the un, uh, 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 underdog fighting an, an underdog fighting for the championship off of two, no, off of two years. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. An underdog fighting off the championship, uh, fighting for a championship after two years okay, off, well, fighting against, against a guy who says he's the man. He, he came off of almost a year layoff, but who, a guy who says he's a man fighting somebody and goes almost a draw with him. There was no, there was nobody, there's no, nobody thinks that, uh, that Peterson lost that what fight. Nobody, check it out. nobody thinks, but look, nobody thinks that Peterson lost that fight. People think Broner lost that fight. No, I mean, that's People emotion. hate Broner, man. Like no, it, it, it ain't emotion. Bro, you gotta, Broner's you gotta, a hated man. And people thought that Floyd Mayweather lost I like Broner. I like Broner. But the thing that's is, you, when true. a guy that's is true. throwing... When you throwing thirty, when you throwing thirty punches, and the guy's throwing uh, 60, 65 punches, admit. But you gotta understand. See, we act like we don't understand. Like you know, people gotta understand. So you when my understand that if if you're watching a fight and somebody throws seventy punches and you throw thirty, yeah, no, that's, no, that's pretty easy. But it was. Well, that was, was he was okay. It, maybe he was. Maybe he was twenty. And you, it doesn't matter. Some of them were hitting. A lot of them were hitting very softly. A lot of them were hitting very softly. So, I mean, I can understand. Lamont Peterson looks way better than Broner and did what he wanted to do. Broner did not do what he wanted to do. And with a broken hand, too, right? That's what he said. I believe him. But still, hey, it is. Yeah, he went and got x-rays uh, last night, actually, after the fight. But, um, you know. If you saw how cool the hand was. Yeah, and there, he was really grimacing when they took the glove off yesterday, too. I was wondering what the he was. was. I was I wondering what it was. was. I don't know if it was a shoulder or hey, what it was. Hey, but that's nothing. Hey, that's nothing. That's nothing. That's nothing, too. At one point, that's a problem because Broner has smaller hands and you hit the bigger guys. And, of course, your hands are going to get easily damaged a lot more. And this is why Floyd was the 147. Floyd was throwing so many power shots at guys because he's got a bigger, stronger, and take a better punch. You know, had a lot of hands. Bro, Bruno breaks his hands a lot more at 147. Also, I mean, he's gonna break his hands a lot more, and he'll see if he stays there. He can't. You know, it's, 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 it's the same formula that he tried to do with with Maidana and 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 uh, Porter, but he just wasn't landing. You know, Maidana at uh, one point or another was throwing the same amount of shots, Willard, that you're talking about, like a 70 to 30 split against Floyd Mayweather. But did he win those rounds? No. I mean, he, you could fool a lot of people that way, and especially when it no. comes to a fighter that's hated, 
you know, of course, yeah, oh, he's getting his ass whipped. Everyone loves to see you that. You can but, fool you know. a lot of people that way. I agree. I'm not I'm not disagreeing with what you're saying, but you, y'all are acting like y'all don't understand why. Like, and you know, it's just, it's what it looks like. Sometimes it's what it looks like. So if you snap my head back no, four times, but I'm throwing a whole bunch of punches that look like they're landing, some are, some aren't, you know. People are like, uh, you know, we can go any way. Floyd, it was the same thing with Floyd. So I understand why people thought Madonna won. He didn't win, but I understand why people thought. That's why he gave him the rematch and proved everybody wrong. But Broner don't want to rematch this guy because he's too big, and it's going to be the same fight. He's seen D. Rose leave Chicago. It's over. <laughs> so, yeah. um, you know, uh, Broner, we all agree that he's got, he's still got a ways to go before he gets to, you know, he says he hasn't even reached the surface of his potential. So he's still got a ways to go. As we both know, love him or hate him. Um, Broner is what he is, and he's not the next Floyd Mayweather, but he is a very talented fighter that when he lets his hands go, um, he seems like he's on a different level than some of these fighters. But, you know, you, you wanted to talk about the, the undercards for the fight, you know, uh, Peterson looked, he looked pretty good against Avenesian. Uh, I think a lot of that old, that old Peterson back in there when he was just having a little bit of fun with his defensive footwork, um, you know, looking real vintage and he looked solid yesterday. I definitely gave him the win. Uh, Avenesian's a tough customer, but, um, yesterday he didn't do enough to get that win. But, um, what was up with the, the fight before that with Marcus Brown and Thomas Williams Jr. Like Williams Jr. was getting dropped and, and for some reason, he was thinking that – if you guys saw the first fight, you know what I'm talking about. This guy was getting dropped, rocked. And for some reason, he thought it was foul play going on. What, I mean, I don't know what was up with that dude, but a pretty good first fight to start things off yesterday. Yeah, I caught that, man. It was uh, – yeah, it was crazy. I think he caught that power early, and he just didn't want to go out like a sucker. That's why he – but he did go out like a sucker when he was acting like he didn't understand what they were saying. You know, he, they said he broke his jaw, so he got his jaw broke. I can oh, understand. Yeah. I give him a little, you know, I give him a little way, leeway, but I don't, I think he, he caught that power early. Then he got, then he like tried to, when he got hit in the back of the head, it really wasn't even that big of a hit. And he acted like he was out of there because I didn't see the hit. Dirty, like, dirty enough. It was probably dirty. I think it was a dirty shot. It looked like, but he didn't hit him all the way hard either. He didn't hit him with the full power either. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I think they were. This guy was whining early, caught the thing, so it was a little animosity. He caught him down. Uh, you know, tried to pull back a little bit, but you know, he might have should have got kicked out, but he didn't. Then he knocked him out. So, uh, you know, that was a good way to start it off with a good knockout. Then we got two pretty good fights. So, you know, I wasn't mad at that at boxing last night, and. uh and and before we leave, man, let's. Talk. I wanted to talk about how y'all feel about this uh, Shields. Do y'all feel that women are going to be able to, uh, you know, headline these cards? You know, she's going to be headlining the Showbox. She's talking no. about being on pay per view. Is that something she said? Six seventeen is the year for the woman boxing, for women's boxing. I mean, did she fight on that um, Andre Word on the card? No. Did she? I don't think she fought on the other part because I didn't see it. No, it wasn't yeah, televised. It wasn't televised. Right, right. It wasn't okay. televised. Yeah. But those yeah, yeah. That's what I meant. I was there. I was there. That I was not impressed with what I saw at the pro. Yeah, I wasn't there yet. So, I, I, came, I wasn't there yet. I, I thought she was going to be on TV. 
because I was looking looking forward to just checking it out just to say, you know, I'm a very chauvinist guy like most males. Like, I'm very Al Bundy-ish. But, you know, I like to give things a try. I always like to give things a try. So, you know, but I don't feel I'm going to be watching too much, too much women's boxing. Uh, I watched – I mean, see, um, look, I don't know. I mean, I just got to watch it once, you know. I, I haven't love watching Ann Wolf, though. I just love watching yeah. Ann Wolf. Yeah, for sure, for sure. There's none of that going on, you know. Like, um, if, I mean, you know. I, so I what is Shields doing? She looks cool. She's not knocking, she's not knocking chicks out? Yeah, I mean, I, I, look, put it to you this way, man. The only two females I want to watch fight uh, would be Carmen Vargas out in Houston. Shout out. And then that big bitch Gabby Garcia that's in the uh, the MMA world, you know, you know what I'm talking about? That six four, uh, savage looking woman that just got in a fight with some Japanese woman the other uh, couple weeks, a uh, couple months back, something like that. But as far as women headlining and boxing, no, I don't want to see that. Um, sometimes you get some good fights with women fighters. Uh, I forget which card it was a couple months ago where they had um women on the under. But I mean, uh, don't don't. Look at me like uh, some sort of sexist, misogynistic person. I, it's just something that we're not accustomed to in boxing. I would love to watch Ann Wolf, but we're just not in that time anymore. Where uh, uh, you, there might be one out there, but you know she's gonna have to bust her ass off to get the the, the publicity that Ann Wolf got like that because it's just a, a new world in 2017, man. So um, you you don't get my vote for that one. No, I don't know about Janelle. How do you feel about that, Janelle? You want to spend your your fight night watching women headlines? I mean, they're good. They're good. It's a good. And I got a problem with it. It's like when Ann Wolf was like I said, when Ann Wolf, when Ann Wolf was boxing, I was a big, I was big on her. I used to, I, I used to run home to, and I used to watch her fight. Her fight was nasty, and she was a good. But Layla Ali had good skills, but a lot of women boxing, a lot of women just not that good today. I mean, it just is what it is. I mean, I wasn't impressed when I saw her in Vegas at, at, at the Team Over Arena. I mean, that fight was actually. I went over it when I started cheering because I, I was eager to watch the main thing. You know? <laughs> I was eager to start watching the card, but I just wasn't impressed with it. I'm not hey, Janelle, you want, us to, you, want us, you want us to edit that out that you ran home to watch uh, women's boxing? <laughs> hey. Nah, nah, I don't know. He's down. He's it wasn't any woman. It was Ann Wolf. It was Ann Wolf. Hey. That's why it was Ann Wolf. Hey, that's, that's borderline. I might, let, I might let you slide, man. That's borderline. Hey, you're from Texas, man. You go to the gym. I watch the highlight. You know, I never really watched no women's boxing in my life, but I ain't gonna even lie to you. Aaron Wolf was. I see some highlights. I watched the highlight, and uh, you know, I see what Aaron Wolf done. I seen her knock some get some chicks out. I know she's intense, but. Oh, this girl was good too back in the nineties. Uh, Chrissy Martin was good. Yeah, no, I definitely wasn't watching her in the nineties. I was watching her. I, I, I watched her. I watched Leo Ali. Oh, yeah, there's good. there's oh, good yeah. women out there, you know. It's not like they're they're an it's endangered a handful species, of women who, but I'm, I'm not, not saying they're not lie. good. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not just not one of um a Holly Holmes boxing match. I never still remember her boxing match. I didn't even know who she was honestly until she uh went to UFC. That just tells me how much promoted that that, that, that UFC. Uh, uh, women's are uh, more than women's boxing, you know. Cause I didn't know who Ali Holmes was until he got to UFC. I'm not going to lie about that. It's just an unfortunate yeah. business because the way women will make an impact in the sport is either by A, Mike Tyson and bitches, which ain't happening, or B, you got to be 
an attractive looking female that they could market a certain way. You know, unfortunately, in this hurt business, you, you're not really going to get no pretty faces out there unless, you know, it's just absolutely joke matches. So, you know, it is what it is. Nothing against women. Yeah, yeah. Hats off. Hats off. And I agree. Fighters. And I agree. And Lil Ali was pretty, but the only like, 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 unless she was real publicized, is because she was Ali's daughter. If she wasn't Ali's daughter, I For doubt sure. that would have been, I doubt the fight would have been that smart as it was. And, 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 you know, just because it was Ali's daughter. But the UFC would have made her a megastar if she was fought in the MMA. And that's, and it's, I think Boston, Boston has to, has to, has to take an AI note out of that, out of that Facebook, you know? I think, yeah. and, I mean, I think uh, Layla Ali is a mega superstar. I think everybody knows who she is. You want us, you want us to, you want us to edit that one out, Willow, that she's a mega superstar? <laughs> no, I if think she, she is. Ali. I think everybody in the world knows who Layla Ali is. I think, Only I mean, because she's Ali's daughter. If she wasn't right. Ali's daughter, I, I doubt she'd have been that known. I doubt it. Definitely. Like she was very skilled, but she, I never thought she was so skilled because um, uh, most women boxers are not full-time boxers, and they have other jobs on the side. You know, I mean, they have other jobs because boxers are paying with them. But because Ali's daughter, she had money because Ali, and because she was in the gym a lot, and she was working on her skills a lot more. You know what I'm saying? That, that's you know, why. So uh, I was, and I was eager to see that whole Ann Wolf fight. I was so eager to see it because, like, Ann Wolf, you know, she can match her in skills. Oh, she got the skills. She makes a forward aggression. And, and I think Leigh Ali ducked her. But I was eager to see that fight so much. I mean, that would have been, like, a fight we'd be talking about right now. As like, okay, this is, like, the foreman uh, Ali, you know what I mean, <laughs> of female boxing. I mean, this was, like... It was too bad fight couldn't get made, but I was, she was a full-time boxer. That's why she got her shoes up the par. All the women she was beating, and they were like uh, 25% boxers. You know? so they was, and she had all the jobs on the side, or two jobs on the side, and going to the gym like probably like two times a week or something. You know what I mean? So it was like... Right, right. Boxing, don't get that, and, 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 and that's the fact about Layla Ali. You're uh, you're 100 percent right, Janelle. That's why Ronda Rousey, when she was on her oh, right. the UFC, she was uh, you know basically just fighting a bunch of babysitters and housewives. So you know I I think it's exactly. uh, it's safer in the kitchen for some of these women to decide to get into main event position for these women, so to speak. So um, for them, I can't really speak on it too much more than that. They're uh, definitely something that we don't want to you know neglect in the sport, but. If there's going to be a superstar, you got to make it with your hands, not your name. And that's what Layla Ali was, even though she was a very beautiful woman. You know, I, and, uh, I give Layla Ali a, a solid mm, 8.3, something like that, you know. But, um, you know, uh, okay, so uh, yesterday we had some good shit going on. This week coming up, I'm sure Mino and Patty, you know, are going to have their little bullshit show and uh, bash – Deontay Wilder, as they always do, uh, probably give no credit to Gerald Washington, even though he's a decent prospect, a uh, decent fighter. Um, I, I don't think that we – I don't think any one of us is going to be picking Gerald Washington to win for the coming up week. No, definitely not. Uh, I think last time I saw Gerald Washington fight, he was fighting another bomb. Um, uh, and I said that he wouldn't <laughs> I mean, I mean, he looked like you know. I think he he looks good. He's throwing, but he has no skills, man. And he's uh, 
you know, I think he's one of those guys. Also, like Wilder, that started uh, that started um, boxing late in, late in their career. But I think he might have started boxing at like thirty or something. The way he looks, but it's gonna probably be a knockout <laughs> bomb squad. Um, you know, let's not let's not be too quick to think that that Nino's gonna have a show. You know, we don't know how how strong Nino's hand is. You know. Yeah, guys get married and they got to change their lives. You know that's why oh boy. it wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me if Shug got it finally, finally has a woman in his life and she's the one that's shutting down OTG. You know because some guys' hands are very strong. And I'm not talking about I'm not talking about physical hands. You know what I'm saying? I'm just talking about you know their manliness. You know won't allow you know will get run over. And that's nothing wrong with that. You know some women need need to run the, run the show. You know, but, you know, so let's not be too quick to think that Nino will be doing <laughs> a heavyweight this week now that he's engaged. Congratulations, Nino. But, uh, you know. You better got you a prenup, buddy. You know, Kanye West says she's going she to get you for 18 years if you ain't careful, my man. So, um, oh, no, no, I'm not talking about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't taking it that far. I'm just saying it sounds like a risky business to me, but congratulations to Nino nonetheless. Wish him all the best and his matrimony and even his shows that we compete against on Tuesdays or whatever day they come out with. But I don't think that him and Patty are going to go over this too, too much. So uh, predictions, anybody? How long could Joe Washington survive? Janelle, good that you start. So what? How many rounds does Joe Washington survive against Deontay Wilder? Well, give me your prediction on it. Oh. Uh, Probably four rounds, honestly. Oof, wow, that's quick work. Willa, what you got? That's what I'm thinking. I was thinking about five to six. I'm going to go with six, probably six. Mid-fight, KO. I think we might see a little bit of ring rush from Deontay Wilder. I think it'll be on the later side of the fight if he stops him. Uh, I think that was just... Okay, see, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Do I think Danny Jacobs loses to Triple G? I think that he will see pick Triple G at least to the championship round and really make a real competitive fight. Uh, I think that, that, that Triple G just puts him away early. Man, you know, I want to believe that Jacobs takes him into the to later rounds of the fight just because I think Danny Jacobs is I don't think there's any question about it. I don't. I don't think. I think he's better than a B plus fighter. I'm not saying he's a solid A, but he might be borderline A minus. You know, I like Danny Jacobs a lot. I think he's he's definitely the best fight Triple G's ever been in with. You know, um, it, 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 you, you kind of shortchanged Kell Brook a little bit by saying that, but you know, we know that Kell Brook was going up in weight and was definitely just too small for Triple G. Um, so. I think you rule that out as being Triple G's best opponent to this one, Triple G versus Danny Jacobs being his best opponent. I think that he could definitely go into the later rounds with him. And I'll tell you what, man, a lot of people were fooled by Triple G thinking that he's letting dudes hit him. I don't think he's letting dudes hit him, and I don't think he will even give one chance for Jacobs to hit him if that's what he thinks he's doing. You don't want to give Jacobs one chance to hit you. He's going to be 100% trying to get Jacobs out as early as possible. But I'm not hoping to competitive fight because I paid for, like, front row tickets, so I hope it's a very competitive fight. I mean, I hope I didn't just throw my money away on the second round knockout or something, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, but I just want to see something really 
And I wish I would have just paid for the Thurman of Dennis Garcia fight instead, honestly. Because I mean, that fight would be more of a chance of right, right. Twenty for it, you know. Or you could have been smart and just paid for the cheaper seats on both and save money. But we're not all balling like you, Janelle. Yeah, hey. Danny Jacobs could go to sleep early. There is a chance of that. If Triple G I don't I don't really think it's gonna happen, but if Triple G this is my advice to Triple G if he's listening. Hey, little G, if you're listening, if you wanna go <laughs> back to the man that you used to be when you had real fans like when I used to like you, you know, you're knocking boys out. You need to go out here and knock this guy out early. This is your first chance. This is your first real fight, I think, your first legit championship fight. You knock this guy out early, and you knock him out quick, which we know he can. He's been dropped by the snake. We know he can go down. So, you know. Look, man, I think that the the measuring stick might be David Lemieux busted ass when he was in the fight with Triple G. He got to about six or eight rounds. And I I I think it's... I think Jacobs is a little bit better than, than than David Lemieux, so I think he's better than him for sure. So I think if David Lemieux survived that long, I think I think Jacobs could get further. What you think, Willow? How how long is this guy gonna go? Or do you got anything any kind of advice for Triple G? Well, hey, I would tell what I would tell if I was Triple G, what I would do definitely. If I want to prove to everybody that I am the man, I try to get this guy out early. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm not gonna wait eight rounds. That's what. That's how long Lemieux lasted. So he got TKO'd in the eighth. So I'm not gonna sit here and try to play games. You know, I'm trying to knock this guy out. Madison Square Garden proved that I am the man. Everybody's saying this is my toughest opponent. I'm gonna make easy work with him. And we've seen Jacobs go down from the snake. So you know, we'll see. Now, I want to have. Have y'all seen when Gabe Rosado was asked who punches harder, and he said that. He said that who's the hardest puncher that he fought, and he said that uh, um, Peter Quillen was the hardest puncher. And he asked him what or not, why, why not about Triple G? And he said Triple G isn't. He says he's precise and it's more of a breakdown. So, so thinking with that, you know, uh, have y'all seen? Have y'all uh, did y'all see that YouTube clip where uh, Rosado was asked who punched I the hardest? I think Gabe Rosado is saying something like that. Yeah, I, I've seen him saying something to the effect. And, and uh, you know, Gabe Rosado was coming on strong in the later rounds against Triple G also, but his face just wasn't hanging in with his heart. So, um, yeah, he, he said Triple G makes you pay. He said, like, Triple G makes you pay for shots, and that Quillen was just, like, heavy-handed. So we'll see. I mean, you know, now that I'm thinking about it, I just, that just came to my head. You know, I'm going to believe the, uh, you know, the uh, lovable loser, Gabby Rosado. I'm going to believe that that maybe Triple G isn't doesn't really have that one that uh, one punch knockout power like we believe he does. So that's why he's breaking these guys down in the eighth. So you know we'll see. I, I'm not gonna make my prediction yet, but if I'm Triple G, I try to knock this guy out early. I'm not trying to play any games with Danny Jacobs because he can crack and he is the the slightly bigger guy. He is gonna be the longer guy. So you know if it gets to a boxing match, uh, Jacobs can win a boxing match against Triple G for sure. Yeah, Triple G can't come out with that shit that he says that, oh, he wants to give the fans a show. That's why he lets it go so long as it does. He wants the people in the concession stands to make money. You know, he don't want to finish nobody off in the first or second round. But look, man, your first fight against Lemieux on pay-per-view didn't do so well. 
So maybe he should try and go for the gusto like you're talking about, Willa, because if he wants to be a real killer and, and, and get his name out there mainstream, you want to you wanna put some more pressure on Canelo, go out there and ice Danny Jacobs. But if you don't ice Danny Jacobs, mm, well, it, 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 we'll see what, what, what Triple G is all about against an A-level fighter. I mean, I'm hoping for a good fight. I know you guys will be out there. Um, but, I, you know, if I was a betting man, I wouldn't bet on Triple G losing this fight. Um, I, I'll just keep my fingers crossed and hope for Danny Jacobs to do the best, though, man. That's all I can really say about it. Ain't no telling what to, what, what to look forward for. But uh, and some, I know we, we've been behind um, on, on the grind, but, you know, we're still, we're still playing catch-up today. And uh, one fight that definitely was making some headlines was, um, was uh, Kel Special K got eye surgery, Brooke, against Errol Spence. Are you guys excited for this fight coming up? Does it do anything for you? And what do you guys think is going to happen in this fight? We'll start off with you, Janelle. What do you think, my man? If I was Kel Brook before Triple G, I would probably pick Kel Brook on points. Um, we got to see exactly what Kel Brook is going to be because, again, it's his first fight back since his beatdown. And, again, and again, now when you lose your O, that confidence is gone. And that confidence wasn't always gone, but it's just like, okay, now you know how to lose. Okay, so now if you get to the deep waters, I mean, when you show the heart that you show, which you did show hard with Super G. It's like, for instance, if you had Adrian Brunner, for instance, he's fighting Madonna, and outside of facing that headbutt, and he showed a lot of heart in that fight. But now with the show Porter loss, it's like he just accepted losing, like, by the fourth round. It's like he accepted, okay, I'm going to take the loss. I'm going to take the L. I'm not going to, I mean, you know what I mean? And uh, he's just pitching on and just, and just trying to buy time until the final belt. You know what I mean? Oh, why? Because now he knows how to lose. He suffered that loss. He's not fighting for the O anymore. So, like, psychologically, I mean, is he still going to be there? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, I think Ellis Sprint has flaws. Uh, uh, he, always dips his, he, he always dips his head down low and dips in at times before he throws his jab inside. And that's the flaw that guys can't take advantage of. I mean, he's not really that quick of a guy as far as head movement-wise. He's not really that quick. I mean, he's kind of good hit. His style part is a bit awkward. I mean, he has a really good jab, don't get me wrong. But, like, he's just not fast on his feet and stuff. And Kel Brook is faster. I'm looking for Kel Brook to circle around him, uh, circle, uh, circle away from his jab and try to, and try to spring him with his right hand because that's the shot against the southpaw. But, again, we just got to see where his confidence is going to this fight. I can't really give a prediction because I don't know where Kel Brook really is because, again, he, oh, he hasn't fought since Super G. I think he should have fought a clean-up before L. Spence, honestly. Um, now let's just see where his head is at. And he's like, I'm excited for this fight. I'm going to go to this fight in the U.K. as soon as soon as I'm selling tickets. I'm definitely going to this fight. Um, I can't wait. It, 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 I'm just going to be a good year for Boston. We already got some good fights lined up. And uh, we had a good one last night. We had some better ones coming soon with Thurman and, uh, and Garcia. We got uh, this fight. Um, and you got some good matches coming up. I can't give a prediction for this fight, though. I mean, it's just like, I got to see where Kel Brook is. I, 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 nobody knows where he is right now. Right. Totally. Yeah, I totally understand. Hey, go ahead, Willis. Can I get on Janelle, man? Hey, Janelle's my guy, 100%. Hey, Janelle, how can you be pro-black? You're one of the pro-blackest guys I know, right? But every time an American what? black guy fights anybody, every time American, uh, 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 American black man fights somebody, you go for them, you 
you actually picked that like, we always gotta remember when we think about Janelle that he thought uh what was that guy's name that fought uh Crawford? Um oh, what was my man's How name? About the Russian guy. Yeah, Paul he thought Bishop Postal was gonna be he actually thought that. He actually thinks Crawford well, really- can be no, it wasn't a was really. Yeah, you said he was going to lose, and no, no, you didn't think he had any at skills. Time, I wasn't sold on Crawford. At the time, I, at the time I wasn't sold on Crawford at the time. I really wasn't hey, sold Well, you're about to be sold on Smith as he does his easy work. No, no, you no. Know. Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. Easy work? Wrong. Easy work. It's not, a, it's not an easy thing at all. Well, again, I don't know what Kelbrook could die right now because of his because of that beat down. He's a bum now. He knows how to stop. Like you said, he knows how to quit, and he's going to get quick. Now, now, I'm just saying that tongue-in-cheek. He's not a bum, you know. But I, you say Earl Smith isn't faster? Like, did you say he wasn't the faster guy? He wasn't. No, 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 no. Earl Smith has no head movement. He dips his head down when he comes through a shot. He, dips, he, he does it all the time. It's a habit. And a guy like Kel Brooks, who starts out pretty quick, he can step back and catch him as he's coming back. He's like, oh, we did a lot. But he's not. But Kel Brooks not knocking yeah. people out. But Kel Brooks not knocking guys out with one punch. So who cares if he does that? No, 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 no. That boy has problems. Look at his record. Who's talking about? That man has serious power. He doesn't no. go. He doesn't go hunt. He doesn't go hunt for knockout. He sets up a knockout. I mean, when he hits you, you don't feel that shit when he hits you. That's a triple um, G feeling his shot. Yeah, yeah. That man has power. He has he's power. He's got one. One. He's got one knockout power. Let me, I don't. I don't. I think he can knock people out, but I think a check punch ain't really going to, ain't really what Earl Spence oh, is no, worried about. No, that. no, 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 no. Oh, just, oh, cumulative damage will be done. And by later rounds, though, you feel a sec. And then he starts working no. off that. He, he doesn't go. He's not hey, an just, immature fighter, is what I'm saying. He's not immature like Keith Thurman. Keith Thurman, for instance, is like people are saying about how he's the one to beat Floyd. I don't think so. I think he's the one to make Floyd look good again because. He doesn't set up knockouts. He goes looking for knockouts. He loads up with every single shot, taking you and knock somebody out. And against a guy like Floyd, all I do is he'll make you gas up out, and then he'll pick you up. I said it even a year, two years ago, that Kel Brook was my pick to beat Floyd Mayweather at, at this point in Floyd's career. It's because he's very mature. He sets up his knockouts. He, he was a lot bigger than a lot bigger than Floyd as well, like really natural at that weight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A, and, a big and because guy. of that, and because of that also, it's like for instance. If you look at Kell Brooks, of all Kell Brooks knockouts, he didn't go out there hunting for fucking knockout. He didn't go hunting for him. He sets him up. He shows very maturity. And, and this is why I picked him to beat Floyd because, okay, okay, Thurman would just come out there hunting or, 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 or come knocking you out with a fucking jab. I'm going to load up everything to punch and get you out of there. And that's the way you make Floyd look young. He's going he's gonna to make you miss, and then he's going to be frustrating you, and he's going to pop shot you all like that at this point in his career. Thurman looked like a damn I mean, fool in there against Floyd. <laughs> exactly. And this is why I said, Chumper, okay, look at the Kell Brook and Porter fight. Okay, let me explain this. Okay, know that fight was not exciting. I didn't like the clinching and all. But on the same note, he showed maturity because he showed that I'll take a victory however I can get it. And you don't beat Floyd by looking pretty. That's not how you beat Floyd. You don't beat him by looking pretty. And that showed a sign of maturity on Kell Brook's part. Something that Thurman, okay, I'm going to be pretty in every single fight. You don't be pretty against Floyd Mayweather. You don't be pretty against Floyd. You know what I mean? It's just what it is. Like, Brooks is more nimble. He, he has a better jab. He's more mature. And this is why I'm saying that you know saying? he doesn't go look at the knockout. He sets them up. And that's the maturity. Especially at, young, at, his, at his young age, 
That's very rare in boxing. And he came into boxing like that. He came in setting up his knockouts. He didn't go out there fucking headhunting. You know what I mean? And that's and that's going to be Thurman's downfall. Eventually, he will move because of that. You're going to see what I mean. I'm not sure who's going to do it at 147, but he will lose because of that. Oh, I'm with you, man. I'm with you. And, like, you know, um, I don't want to, like, carry on what Janelle was saying, but, like, I was saying before this that I think that Kel Brook is uh, – he's a a level above Errol Spence when it comes to technique. And I think that, you know, he's obviously been in the big fights now at his point in career where we know what he can be on his top level. With Errol Spence, we we haven't really seen him too much so testy. You know, his best fight was against – um, uh, what's the Mr. Stony Brook's name? Um, Chris Algieri. So, uh, you know, that was like his biggest fight. You know, he did put work on Stony Brook, Algieri, but, um, that's his biggest fight up until this point. Like, I want to see Errol Spence succeed because I think that he, he's like, um, he, he's, uh, somewhat like an Anthony Joshua for the, for the smaller weight classes for the 147. I think that for the welterweight division, he could be big time for the future. But, I mean, this could go either way, man. This fight can go with either Errol Spence whooping his ass because he's still not 100% recovered from that Triple G devastation that he got beat by. Or or if he is on top of his game, he could take uh, he could take Spence to school, man. So, you know, I'm on the fence. I don't really know what to go with on this one, um, but I definitely give I definitely give Kell Brook uh, more than a chance to win this fight. I know a lot of people are thinking that Spence is just going to come in and whoop his ass. And, uh, I don't know about that easy work you're talking about, Willis. Yeah, exactly. Unless he's seriously, seriously damaged, that'll be easy. But, I mean, you say easy work. I mean, I don't think Earl Spence is going to think it's going to be easy. <laughs> I mean, I doubt uh, it. I, Earl, Spence, Earl Spence is hungry. So, I think uh, he's about to do this work. Yeah, it's going to be easy work, man. <laughs> watch it. Just watch. Just watch what I say. It's going to be easy work, man. Uh, what, it's, better better what? It, it's going down there, Will. How long do you think that's going to be? On the fight? Take? On it being easy, we're not an easy, easy player. Easy it's work if he gonna win, he gonna win by four. He gonna easy, win by four to five if rounds. Easy work for Alex Spence. Then shout, kiss my own ass, man. Okay, well, get get your foot, start doing a little yoga. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, easy work, huh, man. I mean, I know, I know, he's hey, a he's a fellow, he's a Texan like you, Willis. I know you are, uh, you definitely pull for your boy out there. Actually, Alex Spence was actually born in New York, man. He moved to Texas when he was like young. Oh, okay, okay. Right on. Well, they don't. Yeah. I mean, that's a, it's all the same. It's where you grew up. It's not where you were born. Who cares where you were born? It's where it's where you grew up, yeah, right? Grew up. His, his whole family's New York. His dad yeah, but, is from the Bronx, I believe. But he talks like this. So it don't yeah, he matter. talks. He talks like a Texan, not like a New Yorker. That's yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Trust me, he ain't representing no New York. Get out of here, dog. Get out of here. But hey, shout out to shout out to Kirk. I saw an interview where he wasn't. He wasn't from New York. I yeah, saw an interview where he was like, yeah, this is my... <laughs> yeah, that's the interview. Yeah, like, that's his root. Right. He feel that. He probably lit up. That's his root. It's in his DNA. Like... It's in his DNA, man. It's in his DNA. Yeah, sort of. Sort of. But he's Texas raised. Hey, but shout out to Kirkland. Speaking of Texas guys, shout out to Kirkland to getting hurt. I think he... What happened to Kirkland got hurt, so we we wouldn't have to watch this fight uh, this weekend. Um, got his nose. I think that was... I think that was... Yeah, I think that was good news, man. So, uh, uh, <laughs> shout out to Kirkman. We don't have to watch Toto uh, embarrass himself. Um, and he, gets, he should just give up boxing. 
Embarrassing. That's a total fan. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, this I mean, is a good thing that yeah. happened, man. It's a good thing that happened because now they can get back in their talks with uh, Miguel Cotto and James and uh, Juan Manuel Marquez. And I'm ready for those guys, so I'll call it quick, man. Pacquiao, Floyd, Cotto, Juan Manuel Marquez. Floyd is done. Well, not, not necessarily. And so far on the show, we've been talking about the, uh, Charles Brooks, uh, Errol Spence, we've talking about Danny Garcia, uh, Keith Thurman's fight. Yeah, you know I mean, and this is what I'm going to start talking about now, rather than just talking about these guys who, who we know are done. I mean, yeah, I was a big Floyd fan, but I mean, he saw the Pacquiao fight, and Floyd was done. He couldn't pull trigger in what he was. His dad would scream at him, at least when he's like, scared and shit. It's because he's, he's past his front. It is what it is, man. Are we still ruling yeah. out a comeback fight for a mega mega money fight? Not a mega fight, but a mega money fight with... With uh, that loud Irishman, Conor McGregor, we are we rolling that out, man? Fellas? That shit. It's funny how folks even think that he can even compete with Floyd in the boxing match. That's just that's just ridiculous, man. Yeah, that's a I joke. Mean, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I doubt that happens. I doubt that happens so, now. Uh, and I won't be surprised because it will be money. No, it might happen because Floyd's all about his money, and that's why he is about his money. But UFC has the card. But UFC has the card. So you know, it's they need him just as much as you know. It's gonna. It depends on. First of all, he's under UFC contract, so he can't really do anything. So Dana White is gonna be negotiating with Floyd, and you know these are two guys with egos. They're never. I don't think they're gonna be. Able to, they're both like, hey, I need to get the most. Who's gonna be promoting it? Oh, I'm gonna be promoting it. Uh, I need to get have. I need to get the most. Floyd's like, I'm the A side. No, you, you're dealing with us. We're the A side. I don't think it's gonna happen. Right. Right. Uh, I don't really, but if it does, then it's going to be easy work, uh, easy money being made, um, you know. And, Very uh, easy. That, if, you know, if ever yeah, there was a, for the USA. If easy money was appropriate for something, that's where it would be right there. Conor McGregor in a boxing match with Floyd Mayweather would be easy work. It's a fight that, that easy work, nobody yeah. wants to see, Not but early. everybody will watch. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. I'm going to fight. will sell. It will sell because you see. And Conor McGregor has got a lot of people sold that he can box Floyd Mayweather. A lot, a, a lot of UFC guys thinking that he could actually compete in the boxing ring with Floyd, and that's just ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, some boxing guys in the boxing ring can't be talking about how Conor McGregor, if he touches Floyd, Floyd will crumble. They're like, what are you talking about, man? Conor yeah. McGregor hits way harder than fucking uh, uh, Conor McGregor. And, and, and um, he hit Floyd Keen at times, and he didn't even fucking bust Floyd. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he Conor McGregor. Uh, that's fucking, I mean, Burrow gets harder than Conor McGregor. Uh, Marcus Madaz punches harder than Conor McGregor. They said, nah, that's some bullshit. I mean, the list could go on. The whole trash talking shit. Uh, yeah, uh, like, you know what? Like Barnes, little trash and we've seen Conor McGregor get fucking, we've seen him get rocked by <clears throat> a very sloppy punch. Uh, Nate Diaz. Very sloppy uh, punch. He got rocked. <laughs> uh, Nate Diaz boxing skills is too much for Conor McGregor. Floyd Mayweather looks like Mike Tyson in there. <laughs> He's McGregor. <laughs> he might he might look like Pretty Boy Floyd again. Seriously, he would look like Pretty Boy Floyd again <laughs> against Gotti. That's exactly how. Floyd right, was. right, right. Yeah, like it's it, 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 I, I know it's nice. It's foolish yeah, to even think that. Like it's foolish to even and think that this fight would happen. You know, but you, it, it's all about the money, and right now. Yeah, Connor's going off on him on some magazines, and anytime he gets talked about with Floyd Mayweather, his name's mentioned. 
Um, I don't think Floyd is is going to come back for anybody else, you know, even a Pacquiao rematch. Like people say they won't want to see it, but people will watch it. But I don't think that I don't think it'll it'll do nowhere near what it did, you know, last time. So and it's so, all about money so, for Floyd. You got this. I just got a Skip Bayless or down the hood. Oh yeah, my God! How, yeah. How they believe that Conor McGregor will beat Floyd? Maybe in a boxing match. Oh Floyd, what are you talking about, man? What the fuck is this? Is about boxing? You dumbass want to say about how Shane Renato just pulled Floyd Hagler? He's a paid troll. He's a fight to sell because of guys like that. I mean, it will sell. It will sell. And of course, Palmer Gregor has Irishmen who think that he could, who even they think that he would lose, and they'll still tune in to say he loves Conor McGregor that much. I mean, the fight will do some big numbers. It still will. I mean, but, and, and this is what Floyd knows, and Floyd wants that money, though. I'm sure. I'm Yeah, you know what, man? It is that, but you know, Will is right uh, because Dana White already came out and said that uh, we'll do 25 million for Floyd and 25 million for Conor. Let's make a fight. Like well, that's a fucking joke for Conor McGregor to make the same amount of money that Floyd made. I mean, you know, this show started off talking about Adrian Broner, and if you look at the net worth, Adrian Broner's net worth is more than Conor McGregor, and you want to make him equal to Floyd Money Mayweather, the fucking cash cow for the last decade of boxing? Like, it's a joke. Dana White is just lowballing Floyd so he could say that, oh, he's not taking the fight because he's scared of paying 25 mil as peanuts to nobody. But for Floyd, it is. The, the, the numbers, the numbers in it. You need, you need triple digits when you're talking about Floyd, man. He's going to get $100 million to make this fight. But, I mean, it's just out there so... It's something that's a, a possibility still for this point in time being, especially right now. But, I mean, you know, whether smoke there's fire and uh, whether that fire is going to get big or is going to get put out, we'll, we'll find out later on down the line. But I don't think that Conor McGregor, I don't think it's a wise move at all for him to get in the ring. I mean, it's just it's just uh, UFC guys making a publicity about or making a name for themselves. I mean, they, they've done this yeah, before. Yeah, they've exactly. done this before, you know. It's free publicity. It's free publicity, man. You you want to make yourself a bigger star? You talk about the biggest in the fight game. You talk about the biggest name in the fight game, saying you'll whoop their ass. You know, Ronda Rousey went on that same route and was a, was uh, definitely getting a lot of headlines because of that. It was even it was foolish. Like people were talking about Floyd fighting her at one point in time. Like it's it's foolish. UFC's been doing this for a while. It's kind of like their blueprint to get somebody put over. But I mean, and you gotta know, it's a joke. and you gotta know, everybody that's like on Dana White's puppet always talk about Floyd. I'm Ronda Rousey, who's like a public Dana White, in her prime, she was talking down on Floyd. Um, a kind of a great about the same thing. It's like, all the guys who suck up the fucking, um, what is that called out Floyd, I'll speak down on Floyd. It's like, John Jones is never a public Dana White. And this is why he never, he, he never uh, spoke down on, on Floyd or whatever. But all those puppets and those guys who come out against Floyd because Floyd, and the boxes, the rival sport or whatever. It's just, it's, it's just all my sports is going. I don't think Tom Brady might even want boxing like that. I don't think he even really wants it. I think he's just, it's just all publicity. You know, just to promote this sport and, and kind of bad boxing and make, and make this sport seem more superior to boxing. That's just what it really is, if you ask me. Definitely. Yeah. I before, yeah, easy work. I don't even know why we discussed that. We were, they, they're just hyping it up for the money, and that's all good, but it'll be easy, easy work, and that's just 
that people think it is just how naive people are. Well, Joey how, Garcia on our on our Grand Boxing Facebook group, he continues to tell anybody who will listen that Conor McGregor has a chance against Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah but Jerry, Joey Garcia, that's my guy. Jerry Garcia, whatever yeah, the fuck. Yeah, call him Jerry. I call him Jerry. That's my guy, man. We go way back. Yeah, he's one of these uh, MM gayers. No disrespect, Janelle, but you know, I, uh, you know, they they think that. There's a difference, like, you know, there's a, there's a big difference between when you're punching a man in his face and the only thing he can do is block or punch you in the face and quit. You know, he can't wrestle. We all know, even Janelle knows, when you're fighting in the street, when we growing up, when we're growing up and a guy went to wrestling, that means he, he couldn't handle them hands. And a man is all about them hands. And a man, and a man is all about them hands. So, you know, it is what it is. Uh, but I want to shout out to Charlo. To, my, to Jamal Tarlo, we were talking about Triple G. We were talking about people that that uh, that he's Bravo. made the fight. He is going up to he's he's taking his knockout up to middleweight. So you know, there's another guy that uh, you know after after uh, making uh, Julian Williams easy work, he he's ready to go up. I think to middleweight, and he's talking about fighting Triple G. So I'm looking Ooh, forward to that fight. That he's knocking fight. boys out. He's strong. He's a he's a, a young hog got an ace town, so you know we gotta see what's up. I think that was a good move. I just want to throw that out there. That was a pretty good move. Oh yeah, and next week I'm hitting this. I'm hitting this Canelo. Uh, shout out! I forgot who who uh, put it out there, man. It was uh, man, I forgot who put it out there, but somebody put out the uh, the post that Chavez and Canelo are gonna be out here next week for the. Oh, Mister Delgado. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're gonna be out there for uh, for the way. Uh, for the press conference, so I'm gonna try to get out there, see if I can get some interviews for the next show. Probably not get a. So I'm hey. gonna pay that money. No, hey, yeah, I, I want to know if you guys seen it right now. Key, Yo, Chavez already is at what I heard sources saying that Chavez is already at uh, like 173 right now. So I mean, the dude's been busting ass from what I've been reading on, man. I mean. It seems like he's really taking this fight serious. It's like it, it, it's something that he's probably been looking forward to for a long time, and he finally got this fight. And, you know, he still might get iced up a little bit if he gets caught up because, you know, Canelo, we know what Canelo does. And he'll go for the head, and if he can't go for the if he can't try, if he can't knock you out, he's going to chop you down, man. So, I mean, you know, I want to see Chavez do good, but, you know, Canelo's just you got to figure out a way to, He's got. I mean, and naturally, he's been fighting at the heavier weight, so that might be a little bit of an advantage for him on fight night. But I mean, yo, I'm going for Chavez Jr. But a similar situation with Danny Jacobs and Triple G. Oh, definitely. So I'm uh, I'm gonna try to get some try to get some uh, interviews from the good Canelo fans out here. Make sure you know you get the people get the people what they want and let uh, you know Shug know that they're real. Real Americans out here that believe in Canelo. You, and, um, uh, you know, you, you've been on record once, Willa, for saying that Canelo brings the hoes out. You still standing by that and looking forward to that coming up for this event you're going to? <laughs> I don't. No, I'm. I'm pretty sure now. Now check this out. If I go to a a, a, a press conference at twelve or one thirty on a on a Wednesday, and there's women out there, then Canelo is forever the king of boxing. So I don't expect any women to be out there. I don't think women are taking, 
you know, are going out going out of their way to go watch a press conference. But if by chance there are, oh man, you will definitely hear about it. And I will dedicate. I will say at that point that Canelo is the king of boxing because we've ne- we we would have never seen anything like that. I don't think um, De La Hoya was doing it like he's doing it. <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah. Um, Looking forward to all the fights coming up. I mean, um, I think we got it for this week, fellas. You know, um, next week we got Wilder in Washington on the 25th. And then after that, we got the big fight with Garcia and Thurman. And, I mean, you know, uh, we can we can say business is picking up in boxing, which we've been waiting for, for you know, uh, hopefully that this year brings in what Al Heyman's fighters have been saying is going to happen with the best fight in the best. And it kicks off, it kicks off in two weeks from now with the uh, – uh, welterweight unification, the fifth or fourth time in history that there's been two undefeated uh, champions that are fighting for unification. So, uh, man, you know, th- these two weeks can't come fast enough for me, man. I mean, it, I'm looking forward to the business coming up soon. I don't know why Suge has been so salty about the sport, but um, you might be on it. Like you I know, said, you yeah. might be honest. Like I said, man, he might got a woman, and you know all that tough talk that shit does. A woman probably shuts all that down. He probably can't do the show. But shout out to Shug. You know he's letting us come through and do this and bless bless the people. And uh, you know, so yeah, appreciate it. We yeah, appreciate definitely. It. He's, he's probably put, you know he's probably putting in work in the morning with something else other than the podcast. So if that's the case, then you know I'm not mad at that. You know you gotta. Uh, you talking about like vacuuming? You're talking about like vacuuming and uh, washing, <laughs> no. washing, washing the clothes or something. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. See, you you try to put me in on that one. No, nah, not that. You know, sometimes you know he might he might be uh, uh, in the sheets with with the lady instead of you know getting up and and getting ready to trash the, the sport of boxing for for guys like Broner getting the win over Granados. I'm pretty sure he would have came in giving uh, Granados a lot more shine than we did today. Yeah, probably, probably. But shout out to Shug. shout out to me, man. Shout out to everybody, man. Uh, uh, especially Janelle. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah! I want to thank you guys for coming on, man. You know, um, if Shug's gonna be on a hiatus, um, we can continue to put the put it out for the people, and um, you know, uh, it's it's just not the same. Whenever you want to get some boxing news insight and. Um, there's this other program where all you, they do is just listen to phone callers, uh, fans calling in and stuff, and nobody want to hear that. So we want to break all this shit down. It's good to be on the show. But I can't wait to put this shit out and get the people what they want to hear. And, um, you know, man, we'll let Nino do his thing, heavyweight to boxing midweek. We'll find out what's going on and how if he's stressing out already, being married for however long it may be for the time leading up. But, hey, um, we definitely can come back next week if you guys are down for it. And, um, it, man, it feels good just to get this shit going again. The, the, we were saying how how the, the program was down and, and how we lost it. But, you know, a big shout-out to Sugar Green for uh, letting us do this. And, you know, man, as long as the sport's alive, we ain't going nowhere. So thank you two gentlemen for coming on. Any last words from you guys? Nope. All right, man. I, I guess we got it. So uh, thank you, OTG fam. You know, we will be back next Sunday, and no need to fear, man, because the chance is here. Thank you, everybody.